Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Ron, 25 in now, man. We're, we're, we're going. We're, we're going. Just, we're just rolling along like a train. Rolling, rolling. Cannot rolling. be stopped. Crushing it. Crushing it. So as usual, so much to go over. Uh, our leadoff story, we're going to start off with the Indianapolis Colts who suffered a couple major injuries this week. First, uh, quarterback Carson Wentz and then offensive lineman Quentin Nelson both had, uh, expected to miss five to 12 weeks. How does this affect the Colts' chances to contend with uh, for the upcoming season? Okay, so best case scenario, five weeks. They can still have a season. Week one. If they, it they gets extended, not. yeah, right. If it goes into 10, 11, 12 weeks, the season is over. It is over. And to top it all, even if you get Wentz back, you still lose an offensive lineman that you desperately need. And that itself is probably the biggest injury because I don't think they can recover with losing alignment. Yeah. Not their in this first, day and age. Their first five games are against Seattle, the Rams, the Titans, the Dolphins, and the Ravens. Not easy wins. So their they could easiest, be 0-5. Their easiest game is probably Miami, and that yeah, is which, not going to be easy if no. Tua displays growth. Yeah. And re- realize Nelson's a three-time Pro Bowl. He's been in the league three years and a three-time first-team t- All-Pro. So it's not like he's not a, a very good offensive lineman. He's one of the best guards no. in the league. Yeah, and he's probably the most important player on the offense, to be honest with you. So you there's know, been a lot I mean, of yeah, talk. Say Wentz is. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about possibly replacing Wentz for the time being, and a few names that have been thrown out there: Philip Rivers. <laughs> so he's yeah. decided he may want to come back. Um, I don't think that's a realistic one because I don't think he wants to do it uh, early in the year. He eats more the hey end of the season type of if you need me. But he went 11 and five with them last year, uh, 4,100 yards passing. 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. I'm going to throw a name good out. Option. That's the good I'm option. I'm going to throw another name out there, though. Oh, I have four of them on my list here. Right. <laughs> How about one Mr. Andrew Luck? Mm. Yeah. Could come back. He it's, could come back. I think that's more realistic than Rivers. And then uh, the one that uh, has st- uh, sparked a lot of controversy is uh, Nick Foles. So the thing is, Nick Foles, obviously, with Frank Wright, the Philadelphia season, 2017, being the Patriots, the run they made. But Carson Wentz lost his job because of Foles, realistically. You want to do it again. Imagine if he did it again. Oh, my God. That would be funny. funny. (laughs) Hey, why not? Like, crazier things have happened. It's better than the list of free agents that are still available. Yes. Yes. Like, because yeah. you're, you're talking Alex Smith, you'd have to lure him out of retirement. He, he's not coming back. Right. He's not back. But there's Blake Bortles, Josh, Josh McCown, and Robert hey. Griffith. 
The third, those, yes. Those are those are the three guys out of the crap that's left. Those are the three guys, really, that would that they're gonna probably have to sign. They're gonna have to sign one of those. They're, they're optimistic once he'll be back. They they better be because there's not a lot of solid options. And we don't even know what Wentz is going to be anyway. So let's not. Now he's losing some time as well, which is going to hurt him. So from a team chemistry standpoint, yeah, probably I just, the worst time for him to get hurt. I just eliminate them from the playoff picture. That, I, that's what I know. Um, unless, unless you're bringing back somebody Rivers who was here last year, I don't think they make a run. Because I don't even no. think even if Luck was to be the guy – you're talking a couple of years now, yeah, and they're, they're not gonna, <laughs> they're yes. not gonna get him in game ready, you know, and not anytime soon. So, so we'll have to we'll have to see how this all turns out. But um, tough, no uh, pun intended, break for the Colts. Oh, hey, I had to do it. I had to do it, buddy. Let's uh, let's move on to the NBA, where so much has happened this week. Um, and let's oh look God, at some a circus. Oh, it's it's unreal. Um, so we'll just go through some of the lists of the teams and some of the players they picked up, and then if you have anybody else you you want to add, but uh, sneaky pick there with uh, the Nets just picked up Patty Mills and they re-signed Blake Griffin. Patty Mills, very good player. Yes, he is, and he's displaying Olympics. Yeah, and he doesn't need he doesn't need all the shots in the world, so it's not like those three guys. He's going to take shots away. I think a uh, very good piece for them. Definitely keeps them in the uh, the, the contention for uh, championship. So I got a question for you. Okay. Um, Durant. Now, where was Durant's game during the, the NBA that he's displaying in the Olympics right now? That's all. That's that's really the question. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, Just it saying. depends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, again, you think about what he had to do is you you, you got a bum, uh, you broke down Harden, and then you had no Kyrie. He's got he got how many superstars around him now? So I think it just makes his life a little easier. So he's able to just focus on one thing, and not have I'm to be the saying, complete scorer. I'm just saying that he looks like he looks like the player of the past, not the guy that wasn't putting in the effort every day in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think he was frustrated with the situation. Those guys getting hurt. I don't think, uh, again, knowing what we know about Durant, you know, he wants the easy ride. And it wasn't so easy when those guys got hurt. So, Ooh, there's a shot. There's a shot. But we don't care. We we take him on anybody. <laughs> no, no stone unturned. I mean, I just called him a dog, basically. But... <laughs> <laughs> So this this was a big signing. Uh, so the Bulls really made some noise. DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, and Alex Caruso. So three very good players. Obviously, Ball is going to be able to distribute and, and get uh, you know them them running and, and rolling. DeMar DeRozan, who's experienced. You know they got Zach Levine, who's uh, you know an up and coming superstar who's in the Olympics now. So really, really think they did well. The Bulls. Oh, they 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 went above and beyond. Like I did not expect Chicago to to first of all go after Ball. Yeah, and, that was a shot. And get him. I mean, just to get him 
over other teams was amazing. Um, they got some nice. They get some nice players that they signed, and I think they're going to be a team to to consider to maybe possibly push for maybe yeah. fourth or fifth in you know a conference in the conference. Yeah, and they picked up Vucevic, uh, I believe, from Orlando yes. Yes. In the, uh, during the trade. So they've got like five solid players. Um, their starting five is very, very good. Uh, let's uh, look at the Lakers here. Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, and Malik Monk. <laughs> like who didn't they sign? Like they, they just went out and signed. They re-signed Dwight Howard also. Dwight Howard. Like, like they, what is he, like 50 now? <laughs> um, I think the like, average age is like 35 to 37 somewhere in there for that team right yeah, now. Yeah, like uh, Houston Tucker, they they signed, and you know they signed like everybody. Like there's a list of like I don't know six seven players that they they signed already. Um, again, we keep talking about this the age factor. Like, it, it obviously didn't do anything for Brooklyn. And it didn't do anything for the Lakers last season. So what's going to be different? And we know that, I, I don't know, Carmelo Anthony, uh, look, is he still like the guy that has to have the ball all the time? And without as much talent as he had? Because like, he's lost a few steps. He's not, as, he's not the player he was maybe three years ago. Like, I mean, you almost didn't even hear about him all years past season. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I, there's so many question marks with the Lakers uh, at this point. We, we're just going to have to wait and see how, how it all turns out with them. Um, the team, I think, made the most noise and, and probably um, definitely put themselves in front. I, I believe Miami Heat. So they got oh, Kyle Lowry, oh, re-signed Duncan Robinson, picked up P.J. Tucker from the Bucks. Sneaky Victor Oladipo re-signed with them. If he can stay healthy, he's a 20 yep. guy. He's a 20, 10 guy. That's sneaky. And they re-upped Jimmy Butler for four more years. That team yes. is going to be wrecking with. Yeah, well, just, I mean, even if you just say they got Lowry. I mean, Miami can beat somebody they can they can easily squeeze into that top four and and win a couple of rounds like they if they if they draw well like that team can win and we know what they did to milwaukee years ago that lowry just lowry alone makes a world of a difference for this team gives them another option that they sorely needed against Milwaukee this year and didn't have it. If they had Lowry this year, hmm, we might yeah, be talking so about a different team winning the NBA championship. I, I truly think they're one of the top three teams in the East now with all those moves. I, I just can't see it any other way. Yeah. But um, The New York Knicks signed a couple of uh, Boston Celtics players. So uh, Evan Fournier, uh, Kemba Walker, Resign Derek Rose. Solid. I, I still don't think they're as good as um they I think they re-upped Randall as well. So Randall, you know, four year deal. I, I'm still not sold on the Knicks. I thought they 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 played over their heads last year. Miami moved ahead of them easily. Yes, absolutely. Easily. So 
again, so this is a step back. So they didn't win having home court advantage in their first series, I believe. They they got bounced in the first series, correct? Yeah, lost to the Hawks. I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep lost right. to the Hawks. So the four seed, Hawks were the five seed. So if they're going to be to the fifth seed now, now mm, they, there's no way they, they take a step ahead. There's no way. They take a step behind. And I'm not even sure, depending on the other teams behind them, how much they improve. Like, because you got to think, like, really, should they have been ahead of the Celtics last year? No. No. So you're now moving them down maybe two spots. Atlanta Hawks, what are they going to do? So we're, we're looking at some teams that might pass them up, and they might find themselves not even in the playoffs, especially if we think they 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 played better than what they were supposed to. The defending Western Conference champions, the, the Phoenix Suns, uh, re-signed Chris Paul. JaVale McGee, good pickup, again, playing in the Olympics right now. And then re-signed Cameron Payne, who showed a lot in the, in the playoffs that he's a quality backup for Chris Paul. Are they still contenders in the West? Um, I would say, as of right now, I would say so because, you know, nobody's really moved themselves up in order for that matter. I mean, except for maybe the Lakers. I mean, you would have to think that their signings, they have to be better. I think that. But they should have been better last year anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, so I don't see them like moving from, from where they are right now yet, unless there's a big, big signing like Dallas proved, you know, getting uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., which was a good pick, a pickup for them. Um, but it's still not enough. They yep. they need another star, and then you can start talking about Dallas. Uh, but nobody else really. Portland is they got a couple of. A couple of good players, Nell and Powell. Yeah, they re-signed most of their guys. Yeah, re-signed their guys. Powell so, re-signed. Yeah, so they're doing what they have to to stay around. Um, it's just a question: uh, Are they gonna like during the off season? And I still think Damian Lillard. It's still not a guarantee he's staying. So they they may lose Damian Lillard. Right. Um. So I I don't know. The the West is still open to me. I I think the Lakers are injury prone. Um, LeBron came out, tweeted that he's a little upset that all the haters, um, but you can't go based off of anything but facts that they've missed some time. These guys have missed time. Anthony Davis has missed time. LeBron James has missed time. So everything that everybody's saying about the Lakers legitimately is true. It's not like we're putting, oh, they never get hurt. They've been hurt. Will Simpson Kleenex, you know, over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to get spots unfolded embroidered tissues and we can mail them out to some people. Exactly. I think I like that. I like that idea. We can't go without uh, at least uh, talking oh, about the home team. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Before we even home team, I do have to say Houston, huge signing, Daniel Tice. That dude got I, $4 million <laughs> a year. Did he get $4 million a year? But when he was with Boston, <laughs> we loved that guy. I did. I like. He was him. a high energy guy. I wish we they were kept upset when they got rid of him. I was, and yeah, you so. can see why. Yeah, but they did bring back Enos Cantor. Has re-signed with the Boston Celtics, so that was their one big free agent splash. 
2019, when he was with Boston, he averaged eight points and uh, 7.4 rebounds. Last year with Portland, 11.2 points and 11 rebounds. That's the Ennis Cantor we need. <laughs> Not quite sure. If that's what we get, I'm happy with it. If we get the eight points and seven rebound guy, I don't want him again. Yeah, I guess some news for you. I'm getting the eight and seven, aren't I? Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah that's what I guess. You are. But it's like we all. But how excited are you about them possibly bringing back Isaiah Thomas? What are they doing? Let's bring a guy. He played three games last year for the Pelicans. Three. What is Boston well, thinking? Right now? You know, how's that? Well, he lit it up. He lit it up during during those three games, though, didn't he? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. What are they doing? But, this, look, this is look. This is what we discussed when Danny Ainge was out. We had the same thing. Yeah, we had the same we, thing. Which we will discuss in our face off. <laughs> Let's move on to the Olympics. So the U.S. women's national soccer team beat Australia 4-3 to take home the bronze medal. Was this a disappointing finish for the team? Well, I mean, it's not gold. I mean, That's good. am good I disappointed? Good analysis here. <laughs> look, look, you know, I mean, they've it's been it for so long. So I guess, yes, it's, it's a disappointment. But I'm not going to get on this team. I'm not going to get on them. You know, they've done – look, they've done something that men's soccer has never done for us. Period. Period. I still believe that this women's team would probably still beat the men's team. <laughs> you yeah, know, you're probably it, right on that one. It, it's – they got the bronze. Like, hey, kudos I know, to it's Canada a medal. for beating them. You know, yeah. I mean, it happens – but you know, I still think I still believe in the the system that they've developed, and they just got they just got beat this time. Yeah, like, it, again, it, we, it was eventually going to happen. Yeah, we got to realize the age of, of some of the players. They've been playing for quite some time, and yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's probably time you know to get a new young fresh faces in there to try to you know start this this legacy again. I mean, they did win gold in '96, '04, '08, 2012. And then 2019, they won the World Cup. So, yeah, again, yeah, you know, they've they've done a lot for the country. So, uh, you know, again, I think, uh, I think the only thing that was disheartening to me was that you heard they weren't really in it for the Can Canadian game, and um, that surprised me because you know that team just seems like they've always been one of those high energy, go get them type of teams. So. Again, it happens to the best of them, but hey, bronze is better than no medal. Well, didn't so. they only score like two goals in the tournament? I mean, like they they played like zero zero ties a couple of times. It's you know they just couldn't score goals. They didn't have the legs to get up the field, and and that has a lot to do with the age. And yep. we know that, but yep. like if you were the coach, would you would you do anything differently? Probably not. I mean, like those women can coach themselves at this point. You know, it's like there's nothing you can do. The when the legs go, they go. Like that's just it. So I'm proud of them for getting the bronze. I am. Yep. No, good call. 
So um, the medal count currently, the U.S. Uh, has 98 total, 31 gold, 36 silver, 31 bronze. It's pretty impressive. It is. China leads um, with gold, 36 gold medals, but only 79 total. U.S. swimmer, Khalid Pressel, five golds. That's pretty good. How about Allison Felix, who won her 10th medal to become the most decorated woman in track and field? So I think she's won a she's won a medal every year since two thousand and four. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Like there's, so. Some, there, there's so many great stories. Um, yes, yes, yep. We still got the women's basketball, the men's basketball, uh, you know, but the swimming, the track and field. Water you can polo. see our dominance. Water polo. So a lot of dominance with the U.S. sports. Uh, we were just talking about it before the show, how you know, just impressive the 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 gap is between the medals for the United States. Like they, they've, they've put a good team out there. Yeah. Literally half ago, it was only a two medal lead for the, for the United States over China. It's, it's, it's ballooned. Triple play time. And I know how excited you were about this one. <laughs> so, we're going to discuss the Josh Allen situation in a minute. So before we discuss the Josh Allen in Buffalo, we're going to talk about the other three quarterbacks in the AFC East. And just want to know, of these three, who would you start, bench, Oof. and cut? So Cam Newton, Tua Tayavagaloa, and Zach Wilson. Those are your yes, three. Sir. Who are you starting, who are you benching, and who are you cutting? And you already told me you wanted to cut more than one. And you can't do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> stuck with him. I want to bench one and cut two. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please put Josh Allen in this? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Oh, all right. So I guess I'm first today, right? Um, you are first. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm going to start Tua, I guess. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start Tua. I just think he's got he's got talent. Um, you just hope he puts it together. Really, I I, I just have not, more confidence in him than anybody else that's in this list. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start to a uh, I am gonna bench Cam Newton. It's hard to it's hard to believe that I'm actually cutting <laughs> somebody other than Newton, but I have to go with what my gut tells me and from day one when the jets drafted this this guy zach wilson is not he's going to be a bust and it, it, because he's first of all he's on the jets so so i cut him and yeah i have no confidence in zach wilson so i would be a hypocrite if i was to to keep him you know under what I said previously on. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we saw this a little different. <laughs> no, I want to. We did. So I would start Cam Newton uh, just based I on the fact that the leadership, he can also get, he's a running threat. It gives you a little more. I'm actually going to bench this one surprisingly, Zach Wilson, because the unknown, I don't know what he is yet. And I'd rather I see have him on my bench. So I'm cutting to it. And the reason why I'm cutting to it, A, injury prone. And B, he couldn't beat out Fitzpatrick. He was struggling to beat out Fitzpatrick last year. 
and the Dolphins are putting a lot of hope that he's going to turn it around this year. But o- overall, I mean, he didn't. His numbers weren't overwhelming by any stretch of the imagination. I don't. I don't know. I think we have enough sample size of him to say that we don't yeah, know what hoping, we know what he is. We don't know what Zach Wilson I, is yet. I'm hoping that Tua did a lot of learning and soul searching and the whole bit. And I think, I think he's going to have a pretty decent year. Um, I mean, he really doesn't have the team for it, to be honest with you. And I know he's got some talent there, but I don't think that offense is really set up yet. But like he'll he'll put up some decent numbers. Like I'm still going to say, like Cam Newton might have it than him. But talent wise, I'd rather have Tua. And wow. look, I'd rather have. Look, I'd rather have Tua in New England than Cam in New England. I, I just can't believe you said anything nice about Cam Newton. I know. Go figure. But look <laughs> at the choices you gave me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it wasn't much to pick from. But I still think Tua is talented. And I think he, if he was in New England, he'd have a better year. Uh, once again, if you're joining us, we're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. At Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. At Broadcasting RI on Twitter. Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. And then listen to us on our podcast on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So many different ways to watch, listen. Uh, appreciate all the support. Um, and let's just continue to roll. So we're going to talk about the other quarterback now in the AFC East, and that's Josh Allen, who just came to terms uh, today with a six-year, $258 million deal, $150 million guaranteed. Do you feel like the Buffalo Bills made the right move here? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, first of all, where who else are you going to have? Who else? Who else is there? There's nobody available right now. You're not going to get anything better than Josh Allen right now, right? Unless you pull for for um, Aaron Rodgers, and we'll set the other guy. <laughs> like that's that's basically it. You you have Josh Allen. That's what you got. He's still the best quarterback in the division. So let me ask you this though: He's played for three years. Would you say he's been good? All three years. No. So you're banking on one good season, which he got them to the AFC championship game. Absolutely tanked. And you're investing six years in this guy. Yeah. It's it's a tricky call. I I think the kid, I think he's got a lot of talent, but I'm not sure exactly if he's going to be the next great thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, do I think he's going to be, you know, the the guy that's going to get him to to win a Super Bowl? No, I don't see that. Um, is he going to be any better than he was this past season? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not much more than that. But that is good enough to win a Super Bowl if you surround him with Super Bowl talent. Yep. I think the Dicks pick up that talent, and I don't think Buffalo will ever truly invest everything into it. Yeah. I mean, once they got Diggs, gave him a legitimate wide receiver, you saw a difference. But again, we'll have to see. Um, I mean, his first two years, uh, definitely turnover prone. Um, We'll have to see uh, again what what happens 
But we're going to move on to the home team here because Jarrett Stidham of the New England Patriots underwent back surgery and will uh, be out at least 12 weeks. How does this change the competition at the, in the quarterbacks for the quarterbacks in, the, in New England? Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything. Really? Um, okay. I would Explain. still think he would be the fourth guy because they're not – I mean, they're going to have, you know, their veteran guy – that's there really to coach as the number three. Um, so the there's no way he, yeah, he, there's <laughs> no way he beats out Mac Jones or Cam Newton. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. And I will even go further and saying, I'm not sure this is an actual injury. I, I could agree with you on that. No one New England the way we know New England. It, <laughs> I think, look, I think New England wants to keep him so that they way maybe another team doesn't pick him up and they want to keep him yeah. and tuck him away for the year. And so the interesting thing though, doing it. this is the, this is the only reason why I disagree with you on one aspect of it. I mean, I agree with you with the injury thing and make sense. Keep him around. You don't lose him. But I also think that it was going to put a little more pressure on Mac to have to be better in practice, to have to learn, right? That part of it. Listen, he's going to beat out Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is not there to play quarterback for the New England Patriots. He's there to be yeah. in that co in that quarterback room and teach him the ins and outs of the NFL. So I think he needed Jared Stidham. I don't think Jared Stidham was any better than the third quarterback, third string quarterback on this team. But it would have helped Max development if he was there currently just to at least push him. And that's the part of it where I think it hurts. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much that hurts because he's got Cam Newton over there. So he's more worried about Cam Newton going to beat him out. I don't think Stidham mattered at all. And like well, I said, there's no way there was, there's no way they were going to keep Stidham and get rid of Hoyer. Because Hoyer is going to be there. How do you get rid of a guy who, in the two years, has thrown for 270 yards, two touchdowns, and four picks? I don't get it. <laughs> Tore it up, bro. He's a, he's just an animal. So a couple Robo. other big injuries uh, in the NFC East. Um, so we got to keep an eye on this. So rookie wide receiver, Devontae Smith. Of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Kenny Galladay of the New York Giants, both are expected to miss two to three weeks. How does this impact the NFC East? It doesn't. If it's only two to three weeks, they'll be back by week one. You know, I mean, unless it's like a sprain, like a high ankle sprain could could last into like full the full season. It could it could have it could hamper their speed. Um, but if it's not anything like that, I don't, I don't see it really mattering. So the thing I looked at though is again, Devonte Smith, rookie, hasn't been with the team, right? Trying to learn a system. Yeah, that could. Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay now and was with Detroit last year. New team, trying to learn the system. That hurts them. That puts them behind. That gives the moves now for the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys to try to, you know, obviously I don't think Philly was involved in this, but the Giants I felt was a legitimate contender to win the NFC East. This may hurt them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much it's going to hurt them. What is it going to do? Maybe get a false start here or there in the first couple of games. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. I mean, it's not going to yes. really do. 
Look, yeah. look, he's they're a, extremely like, optimistic. He's a talented, he's a talented yeah. receiver. He's I, not going to do anything stupid that you know to really yeah. hamper his growth. You've taken it's some like, happy oh, pills. I'm going to run. I'm going to run, and I'm going to catch the ball. That's what's happy. Not. Happy That's pills today. Pills. You had to have because there is no. You're never this nice. I don't get it. I because you, these are the options you're you're giving me. I'm giving now, you if you're okay. saying no, if you're saying it's a quarterback or you know a lineman, those are more more susceptible to missing time if they're a rookie or new on a team. Uh, gotcha. Receiver, eh, I don't think it's a big deal for a receiver. All right, we'll we'll have to see how this all plays out. Um, make sure you tune in September seventh. We're going to do our NFL preview show. Uh, we'll be joined by Kenny, who formerly was a, with the wrestling fans, so we're looking forward to that as well. Let's move on to the NHL in a very strange story. San Jose Shark winger Evander Kane has had a rough week, to say the least. So first, he was he's being accused of betting on his own games that he played in. And it has also been learned that there's a lot of friction between him and the team, his, play, his teammates, they don't like playing with them. They did an exit poll as an organization and basically said he was the biggest uh, culprit of, of some of the locker room issues and, and the team issues. Well, how That's do you think things are going to line up with King? What ha happens with this guy? Um, they release him. I think they're going to yeah, flat out release him. That's a, that's a big chunk of change, though. Do they not get a cap hit? Seven million a year. Um, it, it could get. It's a possibility you could get waived because I know you have like those kind of um, clauses, you know, for like the NFL, you know, fit doing stuff detrimental to the football team. You know, there might be something in the clauses in um, the the CBA. Um, so I don't know. I I don't know what or if there is anything like that, but. I mean, there's rumblings that they're going to just get rid of him, and I think his career is pretty much over. Like, when you, when you, first of all, when you have, when you're betting on your own games. Well, that's allegations right now. So that's allegations. Right, if it allegations. comes out to be true, that's a different story. But I mean, again, it's right. his estranged wife, right. or you know, they're getting a divorce. Right. We don't know yeah. the whole story no. behind. No, it. we don't. So I'm not saying. But, we're not saying he did it. But if he did, absolutely, he should be gone. He should be banned from right. hockey. But, but continue. the whole thing with the players, that means a lot. Look, like, yeah. like players, like most of the players in the league pretty much like everybody, you know, except for like certain players on certain teams. Of course, there's rivalries and stuff like that. Like there's no Bruin is going to say that they like a Montreal Canadian player. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, they suck. <laughs> um, But. But for the most part, players really respect each other. And when you get that much of an outcry from one team about one player, that's not a good thing. And I don't think, I don't think there's a team out there that wants to risk bringing in a player that is going to have that effect with other players. So let me ask you this, though, because we've seen this in the past with, with players who've had histories, but our good players get chances. He did lead the team in points, so 49 points, I believe, he led, led the team. He's still got some talent. That's my question, though. Do you think um, – if the allegations of betting are false, do you not think maybe a different place with new teammates 
could be the difference for him because he still has some talent. It depends on the team. Um, but 49 points, if I'm a GM, that's not enough points for me to take a chance on. It's not enough. Like right. it, that is, that is not like Timu Solani, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it, there's no, it's not Mark Messier, you know, Oh my God, he's a disgruntled player. We'll give him a shot. No, yeah. no, that's not what this is. This is a player 49 points. What a point every two games. I don't know. I'm just, I don't I'm know. Just throwing it out there, buddy. I'm just throwing it out there. So I don't think there's a team that does it. <laughs> so there's some major news in the soccer world. Oh, so, football. So, football, yes. So Lionel Messi, <laughs> 10-time La Liga champion, will not be returning to Barcelona after they had already said they had agreed to a contract. Yep. He's he's had 474 goals for the team. I believe he started when he was very young. I think 16. Um. <laughs> Now he's in talks with Paris Saint-Germain, uh, who isn't part of the league, um, to actually sign with them. But the reason why I want to bring this up, A, because we try to cover all sports. But do you think this is as big as Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots, if you think about that oh, kind this of is, Oh, my God. Are you kidding it, me? It, it's probably even look, bigger. Look. Look. Soccer is worshipped by every areas. country yeah. – you know, like those people, like they would die when when players leave, like physically die. Okay, this this these are people that 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 brawl in the stands if their team yeah. loses, they riot. Yeah. Oh my god! And that's just a regular season game. <laughs> you know, like this is this is way bigger than Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. Way bigger. It's not. It's. It's like getting a a, a three point zero earthquake to you know a nine point oh. That's that's yeah. the extent of it. I mean, like it, it, this is yeah. huge. Messi, yeah, it's going to shock the soccer is, world. He's one of the best players in the world ever. 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 He could legitimately exactly. consider one of the best ever. So, um, <laughs> it's it's crazy to think about it. That uh, you know, again, he's been there so long and done so much for the team, and yet. Somehow they can't figure out the finances uh, to make it work. Yeah, because yeah. they probably got said, "Hey, well, just sign with us. We'll give you twice as much." Okay, I'm not going to sign with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, originally there was a deal on the table. They said they had a five year deal. They was ready to go, and then something happened, yeah. and and all of a sudden it's they Barcelona said they couldn't afford it. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Somebody said they wanted to give them more. Yeah. Let's let's see what these let's see how their fans react. That's where I really want to see how the fans react. That's that's not going to be pretty. No, it's well, and it's that time. It's that time. That time, baby. Pick and roll, baby. Pick, pick and roll. And roll. So we're going to rank the these five major league baseball teams um, with their trade deadlines. I feel they like you're not ready. The Dodgers, <laughs> right? The we Giants, got the Red Yes. Yankees. Yes. Red Sox. Yeah. Mets, right? Very good. Good job. I remember the teams. Oh boy. I'm glad I give you this stuff ahead of time. Yeah, well, you know, I, I pay attention. So I already you're had up my first. list. 
All right, you're up first. Oh, I'm up. You are. Oh, sir. okay. Um. All right. So. So we're we counting the worst of the trade decisions yes. to the best trades, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you got number it. five, I have. So number five, I have the Giants. Um, what? Um, no. Yeah, they did. I cannot go. Look, they made some deals. I don't think Y'all they were the, the deals they needed to make to okay. to win. They didn't. Okay. They didn't do enough. Right. They didn't do enough. I'm gonna try to keep my mouth. So down. I had them okay. at number five. All right. And they were close to number four, which is I put the Boston Red Sox. They did pick up an outfielder, which I like. They will put him at first base, which I don't like. <laughs> But at least they got that big bat. That bat is going to be needed because um, okay. you have to have you have to have the offense in that yep. division. Because if not, then you're, you're dead in the water, which gotcha. they are right now, anyway. But uh, number three, I have the Yankees, and I put them at number three. Look, I love the deals. Normally, I probably would have put them at number one, but they were so far back. I still am skeptical that they can make that run up, although I say they are, but I'm I'm being a pessimist right now because I don't know. Wow. Um so I put them at number three. Great deals. Yep. I, it just I'm, might I'm be just too late. Now. It I'm just, just might be too now. late. Okay. I got you. Um number two, I have the Mets because of just one player. That one player. Now you have that that soft defense right up the middle. You're gonna um, the double plays. They're gonna be turning them, turning them like the best that you've seen in a long time. Uh, I think that, that team was solid up the middle. I still would have liked to seen them get a pitcher, but I think they did enough to compete with the Dodgers, which I had a number one because ran away with it. I mean, the trade was just so ridiculous. And I'll let you explain the players because I don't want to give too much away because I know you're going to go into numbers and all that stuff. Um, but eyeball test. <clears throat> if the Dodgers don't win the World Series this year, it's it's laughable. Laughable. Uh, similar to that list you just had. Laughable. What no, are I you thinking? Really good I think it's that was horrible. Story. It's not horrible. That was one of your worst pick and ever. Look, you'll watch. Okay. The Giants you, you, are not going to stay in first place okay. because of it. Okay. All right. Okay. The Red mm-hmm. Sox are going to stay there, but they didn't do enough. I think they're going to stay in playoff contention. Okay. So Mets, Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, Yankees are flat in the middle. They got to try to get back into it. All right. Are you ready for a realist? Or, I mean, is it just – you ready? No. Yeah, go ahead. You can try. Uh, but it's not going to okay. be right. So at number five has to be the Boston Red Sox. Because they, you're correct. They picked up an outfielder, Kyle Schwarber, mm-hmm. who has yet to play for them. He's still right. injured. So he's not even playing. They've Let's lost five of the last six. They're in the wild card now because Tampa Bay's jumped ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They're two and a half games up in the wild card right now. Yep. They're going to lose their spot. They're coming back to earth. The Mets at number four. So Baez. Very good defensively. Oh my God. Really? Very, 
But hold on. Very good defensively. In the six games he's been in New York, he's batting 160 with two home runs, three RBIs. They've lost their last three games. Hey, how, now hey, currently are only how home runs. Hold on. Two home runs. How many home runs? Two. He's I'll batting 160. And and hold on. That'll come up. Which we will do in our prediction. They're only one and a half games ahead of Philly, and they're playing them this week. They could very yep. easily be in second place yep. after this weekend. Nope. At number three. The oh, San Francisco Giants. At number one. I, I mean, this is laughable. The San Francisco Giants. <laughs> this is not Come laughable. On. Because I've got numbers to back him up. Chris Bryant is batting 333 in five games. San Francisco's won their last three games. He's making an impact. They didn't even need a third They needed a pitcher. At least they got a player that's actually playing on the team currently and not a guy who's not even playing for him that you said eventually when he gets in, they'll get his bat. They don't even know what's going on with him. So, at number two, I agree with you, the Dodgers. Great pickup with Scherzo. Turner's still not playing yet, so that's the only Peter. But he looked good. They're still three and a half back of the only If they only got Scherzo, all that mattered. I mean, come on. They're still three and a half. Who else is pitching for him, though? They've got no other pitches. Kershaw's out. Bauer's probably done for the year. They're in trouble. Hill was out at the beginning of the year. Rick, thanks for joining us. Could easily bat 342. I don't even know. Rick, uh, how many home runs, Rick? At number one. Yes, the New York Yankees. Not because I'm a homer. Oh, come on. Rizzo. Oh, yes, it is exactly the last line. It is not. Rizzo's batting 333 with three home runs. Yeah. Gallo, Gallo's struggling, but he finally hit a home run yesterday. But they're only one and a half back of Oakland for the for the wild card. They've made up yeah. th- they made up three games since this pickup to get back into the wild card. So like, that's they're going to make the wild card. They're still going to have a problem. Look, I told you that they were going to jump over somebody. I told you that last week. I said that they would make the playoffs. And Red Sox are falling. Yankees still, are jumping. Red Sox are not making the playoffs. Oh my God! You're out of your mind. You're out They're of your not mind. making a playoff. They're already yeah. behind Tampa. They're two and a half ahead okay. of New York right now. Two Look, and a half. We know Tampa cave. Two and a half. Like we know they're gonna cave because they like two and a half gave away their bullpen. Rick Rick hit four four home runs in the farm league. Yeah, he was also playing against farm animals. So from that standpoint, you can't really count it. There was no actual players. He might and have that been was playing T- against the Yankees pitching staff. I think that was T ball. That might have been T ball. <laughs> oh boy So if you're joining us, we're live We're on Rhode Island Broadcasting We're on every Friday night at 6pm On Facebook, YouTube and Twitch At Sports Unfolded On Facebook and Twitter At Broadcasting RI On Twitter Sports underscore Unfolded On Instagram and our podcast on Anchor Google and Spotify So we got uh, In your opinion, which Football player is best in the world. Leo Messi, Christian Ronaldo, Neymar. There's some very good names. I am a I am a big Christian Ronaldo fan. I I believe in uh, 
Christian Ronaldo is probably one of my favorite players. Um, Ron, any opinion on that? Um, well, Messi is probably the guy that I would say has been the best. Um, but I, I kind of leaning towards Neymar right now. He's going to be wow. the guy. He is. They're, they're all very good players. I mean, that's great question. Thank you for asking. Fun fact, one purchase watched me over the Yankees game yesterday. Oh, yeah? Nice. Ron, it's face-off yeah, time. then they left. <laughs> uh, they couldn't stay away for long. They, they couldn't. They could only they really so much rush. I don't even know what the face stuff is. <laughs> I can't with you. So, the- uh, so the face-off is, did the Boston Celtics make the right move by making Brad Stevens president of basketball operations? One of us has to be for this move, and one of us has to be against this move. <laughs> oh, I already know what I I'm going to get. I don't you know. Uh, if anybody wants to chime in, which who should be for and who should be against? Christian Ronaldo is Christian. He might. I don't know what you're doing, Rick. <laughs> Ron, which one do you want? I'll let you pick it. You want for or against? Do you want me to go for? Whatever you want. Because I, I, I'm assuming that that's what Ron's against. That's what knucklehead. Yeah. Oh, against Ron. You're against Eric Four. All right. So I'm so for I them have, making the move. So I, I'm saying it's the right move. Of course. Of course. Of course. All right, so I got to go first? or Hold on. We got a question. So, so he's at, uh, they're asking about Major League Soccer, and is, is it becoming popular in the United States? It's growing. It's not as popular. They still need to get players. I, there was a room of Messi may try to do it. Thanks, you know, thanks to the – Thanks to Team USA women that made soccer more popular in the United States. United States. So <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, it's not as popular as, as 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 our most popular sports in the United States is still football, um, and and that's American football, not uh, you know soccer. So yeah, we're uh, right. we're still we're still there. But where you're for this? Oh, you're against this? No, I'm against you're, them making against. him the president of operations, president right? Of operations, and you you started off, and then it's a free for all for two minutes. You're up. All right, all right. So first of all, being against this, like I was against it anyway from the from the start. That's why yeah. I figured I'd be for. Look, I said before that they're going to get the same of what we would get with Danny Ainge. No moves, none of this, nothing good yeah. coming in. And this is okay. what we're getting. Nobody's getting signed. Nobody good coming in. You know, so, yes, we got rid of Kemba Walker, and we got Al Horford again back. So in, let me ask you this question. This let me ask you this like, question. This is, it's the same. I'm going to ask you this question. Hold on. Who coached the players last year? Yes, this is exactly my point. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Who coached the players? The last only year? positive of this, the only positive is he they knows got those rid of the players coach. better than anybody else. He's been in that yes. locker room. He knows those players. He knows who can and can't perform. You're right. That's why. But he's making he's making moves to free up money for next year. But, but I also still think he's going to get rid <coughs> of Marcus Smart. He who has not been what we needed him to be in Boston. He couldn't solve the problem when he was a coach, and now he's not going to solve the problem when he's the president of operations. He has. But who done put him in this position? Since there. Yeah. Who put them in this position? Danny Ainge. The Boston Celtics. Yeah. Well, you know, 
You Another bad Ainge. move by Danny Ainge. Oh, man. Look, man. you get rid of Ainge and you get another Ainge. You get Ainge Jr. That's what you got. Ainge you got Ainge. He's I don't doing agree the with same you. thing. I don't yeah, agree he's doing with the you. same thing. Look, no, who have they signed? Who have they signed? Who have they signed? What did they do? He got Kemba Walker, who shouldn't have been on that team because they were trying to replace. Danny Ainge made bad moves. He's not making bad moves and signing guys with bad knees who can't play. Yeah, so but he's he was not trying doing to, anything. He's he's they don't have he's money right the now. Boat. He's he missed they don't the have boat. money. They need to get that. They need to. So that's what he's working on problem. now. He's yeah, getting well, he's, a lot of he's a lot of expiring contract. All the he's trades and all the all the small moves he made is to get rid of expiring contracts. So next year they have money. Next year don't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter next year. This is this is Boston. This is not oh well next year. Oh, you know, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to no, hear 07. that. It's like we need to do 07. something now. Oh seven. They've stunk for, for years now. 18 years right. they haven't won again. Right. Exactly. They want 14 years. Done. I don't even know my math. 14. Look, if people are 14. saying they're if the people are saying they're one player away, get that player. You missed the boat. He fell asleep at the wheel. Nothing has been done. Nothing's going to get done. So we're in another lost season where we have to watch Tatum and and Brown play. Sometimes they will be up for a game. Sometimes they won't. That's what we're going to get. We're going to get a mediocre season again. And it's not even mediocre because it's below right. par. So, so let me ask you this question. Who should they have gotten? They could have They could have gone out and gotten pretty much anybody that has been signed. Like, why not go get Kyle Lowry? You know, why not? They didn't have the money. They didn't have the money for it. They couldn't get him. <laughs> so we, it's up to him to get that money. So you could and, have. And, look, and listen. You got rid of Walker. You got rid of Walker. All right. That's so you get another guy was. that's 36. You're going to get a, another aging star. What, well, you, how does that help you? This is what we this is what we discussed before because you have those two young players. You need a guy that can guide them. That's the Michael problem. B. Jordan, yes. Michael B. Jordan from Space Jam's 2. I know Ron really liked that. He enjoyed that. Why movie. not try to go after Chris Paul? We never even talked Why about not? Space Jam too. That's okay. That's we'll leave it. <laughs> you know. And if you wanted to go younger, why didn't you go after you know? Like you, I, I, I would agree with Paul, but again, Paul, twenty million a year couldn't afford him. But listen, they need <clears> Robert <throat> Williams to be that third guy now. That kid's got to step up this year. Well, again. That's that key. He's done they nothing. Need that guy to just be a like Danny attempt. Ainge did. Just like Danny Ainge did. Trade deadline. Danny Ainge. Oh, he brings in Fournier. Woo, clearly, clearly won that argument as usual. No, clearly lost that argument. And, and and Rick already knows you loved Space Jam's too. You're gonna do it on Haven Shine as one of the reviews. I really feel I, like you should. I might actually do that too. Actually, Robin Williams did step up. Maybe that's Cruz, what they need. Cruz, but- they gotta get I that stuff from Flubber Cruz, and Celtics. And it was it was a C minus at best. <laughs> Let's go on to our predictions. Please. So uh, I won last week. Um, the Astros and the Dodgers split, and then the Giants did beat the Astros as I predicted. So this week we got on eight seven. The U.S. men's basketball team is facing France. For the gold medal. Now, France early in this tournament beat United States. It was one of their first losses yep. early in the tournament. Yes. Yes. And your point is, if they lost before, okay. 
So, I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. The suspense is in the air US, now. I, I said it. You can't just USA go into the movie. USA by 30. Now. USA wow. by 30. 30. All right. Mark it down. I'm, with, I'm, I'm not going 30, but I'll agree and, with you on that. And I will go as far as saying Durant is going to get at least 50. You're insane. I can't with you. Your predictions. I don't even know what you're doing anymore. 8-6. Got the San Francisco Giants at Milwaukee. It's a three-game series. Both teams currently in first place. Mm-hmm. Currently. Currently. Hey, who are the who are the Dodgers playing that weekend? Do you know? I do not. Because the Dodgers, this is where they can they can it's take over the first like place. Like you said last week, the Dodgers make their move and it didn't happen. But go ahead. Okay. So I'm going Milwaukee. Two games to one. All right. I'm going San Fran because they're still hot. Yeah. Chris Bryant make a difference. This could be for the NL East. New York Mets at Philly. It's a three-game series. Mets. I'm going Philly. They're hot. All right. What about uh, on 8-12? We've got NFL football. It's back. Washington football team at the New England Patriots. Can they get a name, please? Next year. See, they're going to lose the game just because they don't have a name. <laughs> they don't have a name. I'm going to pick the Pats as well. Mac Jones is going to go off. Hey. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, definitely Pats. So, we'll see Mac. We'll see how that goes. All right. If you, uh, if you enjoyed the show... Uh, tune in next week as we break down the uh, Patriots' first preseason game. We'll go over some of those the stats and some of the highlights. Uh, more baseball talk in the playoff race, and we'll see if uh, Ron's prediction comes true as the Dodgers yep. take over. Bank on it. So Bank we'll, on we'll, it. we'll talk about it next week. Our face-off next week, we'll discuss should this should the Philadelphia 76ers trade Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. So it's been rumored that both players are on the table. Should they trade him? Really, one of us has to be that. for them trading him. Nothing better than that. Can't we like discuss have a have a have an argument about something in the Olympics as it winds down? We'll we'll, we'll see. Maybe I can make something happen. Okay, just for you. Okay. <laughs> Once again, if you join us, we're on Rhode Island Broadcast, and we're on every Friday night at six p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. At Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram, and our podcast on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So many different ways to watch us. Don't forget to ch- uh, check out our show, a uh, new show, The Wrestling Den. It's on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. with Rick and Nick. Uh, Rick has been pleasant enough to join us, so thank you for that. And as we always do, our final thought is our last segment of the show. It can be about anything. Doesn't necessarily have to be uh, sports related. But um, Ron, you're up first. Uh, your final thought. Okay, so my final thought is a really quick one. Um, but we have a fan, Saria, which you know, I assume you remember the name. Um, she's from Indonesia, and I have to give my final thought to those Indonesia women that beat China in badminton doubles. 
to win gold for Indonesia. Awesome. Now, Indonesia doesn't win many medals, you know, but China is a powerhouse in badminton, table tennis, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And they were the heavy favorites, and the Indonesian women basically routed them. I watched that that match and it was it was unbelievable how the women stepped up for in indonesia winning gold and beating the powerhouse chinese team it was really a wonderful story um so not it's not just about our country that has great stories it is all over the place every country has these stories so i just wanted to basically acknowledge them for beating the chinese no that was awesome no awesome so my final thought is on, um, again, even being a Yankee fan, this particular commentator, um, it's always when I watch a Red Sox game, it's always nice to hear his voice. He just he calls baseball so well. Um, Jerry Remy is once again having to step away from uh, the Red Sox uh, to, to receive treatment for lung cancer. This is his fourth time that he's had to do this. He stepped away in 08. 2013 and 2017. I just want to wish him a, a, a speedy recovery. Hopefully everything goes well. Um, even as a Yankees fan, I enjoy listening to him. I think Jerry, um, he does a great job for the Red Sox. And um, it's just a shame that he has to go through this again. But, you know, he's pulled through before. So we'll just our prayers are with him and his family that uh, he gets through it again. And he's able to return next year uh, to call some more Boston Red Sox games. Side note, Eric, besides yes, being a great a great point. He is from my hometown, Somerset. I know his cousin, Albert. And uh, Jerry, I, I have met. And he is a great guy. And I also wish him all the best. Yeah. So good good, good wishes. Um, once again, all the fans that have joined us tonight, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, Ron, thank you for another great show. Appreciate it. And that's episode 25. We're signing out. Everyone out there, have a great night. Thank you.